foolish mortals to awful neutral. Hello and welcome to Awful Neutral. I am your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiser as... Artificarian! And I got some words for... My God! Jesse Egan as... Um, I... I will be playing some mystery characters today. I like that... We're very lucky to have such uh, voice talent as free as it is right now. Free. <laughs> free and unbooked. Sarah Lee Steiner as... Gertrude, seeker and finder of methyl cigarettes. <laughs> I, heard methyl. I think you said methyl. I think I did say methyl. I meant menthol, but you know what? Either way, it works for this character. Take either one. I think methyl is better. It makes so much more yeah. sense if it's methyl. It's totally I was giving you credit. I was like, wow, she's not calling attention to her awesome <laughs> wordplay. I was educated in a double wide, <laughs> and that's not a character bit. We were worried that for a second the crickets were going to be on meth. They no longer eat your leg. They just strip out the copper piping. In your leg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm so wobbly. Need Dave Callens as Kevin Noble Tabaxi Paladin with nothing clever to say <laughs> with wobbly knees. Salvador Viesca as Hulga, and I'm testing out my new silver tongue. <laughs> wow, it's so so charismatic with that. I put it in backwards. Hey, everybody. Is he using his IUD wrong? Yeah, kind of. It was like flipped upside down. I, I got it. It's a silver dental dam. Yeah. <laughs> he puts it in backwards. It has the opposite effect. It reduces his charisma. Yeah. <laughs> when we last left, TV Gertrude... Kevin and Lothario, they had just won a huge battle for the Fey Realm. They won a war that had been going on for more than 400 years and had claimed some of King Oberon's finest warriors. After a long night of celebrating... I, I feel like you're underselling that. It was really much more spectacular. After a long night of partying where Gertrude saw her and her sister begin a reconciliation process... Gertrude's dudes partied the night away Florida style, not really knowing what the next step is. When they wake up the next morning, uh, they are gathering their belongings. Uh, They are in front of the TGI Applebee's, ready to depart. When Gallo, the short satyr man who resembles Danny DeVito from the Hercules series, comes outside. I forgot about that. He uh, comes out, lights some menthol cigarettes, takes a big hail, offers Gertrude one. Thank you. Not a problem, toots. Guys, before you go, the Oberon wanted to say something to all y'all. If he wanted to congratulate y'all again, he would be out here thanking you, but King Oberon is the king and he gets mighty hangovers. He gets royal hangovers, so he's not going to be here right now. You'll need hair of the dog. That's what you'll need. Right away, my lord. Get your uh, Michelada coming right up. But he wanted to say, getting back home will be uh, treacherous, and there's probably a lot that you could still learn about what your problem is back in your realm. He recommends that you go see the Oracle of Tampa Bay. Gertrude probably knows this is a magical realm and everything. If you just walk down this road 
and think really hard about where you want to go. Provided that you have uh, some magic in you, you'll find where- I need a bunch of bath salts. I spent every spring break there. I know it like the back of my hand. <laughs> we call them traveling salts here. <laughs> but you can bathe with them. They're, I mean, they don't dissolve in water. They actually make it very acidic. But yeah, you could bathe in them for short periods of time. We stopped calling them bath salts because nobody takes a bath here. <laughs> it's been great traveling with all of you guys, but I'm finally home. Kevin, I want to give a special thank you to you. Uh, now that Oberon's bestowed his power onto you and given you that sweet light hammer you got, there's really no need for me. I was just a middleman for Oberon's power. And I know I called you dumb a lot, but I don't think we could have gotten this far if I had chosen any other champion but you. I must say, you have been incredibly annoying. Goes both ways, big guy. <laughs> but I feel bad leaving you without somebody to be annoyed by you, so... Um, but don't worry about that. You're experiencing a bit of a crisis of faith right now. And while you are Oberon's champion, I know to be a paladin without an order can be a disorienting thing. So we put in a good word for you. So just keep your eyes open. I wrote you a letter of recommendation. Couple of nice rock letters went out. Rock letters. You heard him, rec letters. And he pulls up his hand pour some bath salts into his palm and he blows them like magical dust into all of your faces and says, like I said, <laughs> walk down that road and you'll find the Oracle of Tampa. I think you better go soon. I think he's meeting with some important people and you want to want to get there after the meeting, but before he goes to bed. And before these kick in. You're not supposed to feed him after midnight. <laughs> oh, and one more thing about the Oracle. Don't be fooled. <laughs> all right, well, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I gotta go get the Michelada for the king. <laughs> Good talk. Uh, and by the way, I guess thanks for saving our realm and ending a 400-year conflict that claimed countless lives of my people. I guess that's cool, too. All right. Bye. You guys begin walking down the trail. You guys expect these bath salts to take effect. You know, there's no tangible feeling except for Kevin. Kevin, give me a constitution check. Ooh, I rolled an eight. You guys... Begin walking down this path. You guys haven't gone more than a half a mile. When you turn around and you notice Kevin isn't there, you see that maybe a couple hundred feet ago, Kevin has stopped walking. He is catatonic. Got a cat pun? <laughs> I am me a tonic. <laughs> Kevin, it's weird for you because you turn around with him and you see your body back there as well, Frozen. Oof. I hate that guy. None of you guys can hear him. Um, Kevin? Where's Kevin? Yes, I'm right here. You guys can't hear him. Hey guys, is this like the time that I uh, malfunctioned? I feel like I'm standing with everybody else, but I see my own body 100 yards, 100 feet away, and they don't see me standing with them. Is that the situation? In your mind, you just turned around and saw your body. But I think I'm standing among them, and they don't see me. They do not me. see you, they do not hear you. Alright, I'm trying to reach out and pat them on the shoulder. Your hand passes through them. <laughs> now I'm staring at my hand. Um, Kevin, <laughs> guys, is he secretly a Warforged too? No, I think he's just secretly a dick. No, no, you all know that about me. <laughs> That's never been in I question. Mean, honestly, is it really that bad if the cat got out of the group? Lothario, I'm right here. What are you talking about? He's... He's very proficient in fighting. He's one of the most proficient fighters we have. I mean, but yeah, he's kind of a jerk. Maybe he sees a bird. Maybe he's just hunting. 
just doing God his- damn it. Did he have to go to the litter box again? The party takes off towards Kevin to investigate further. Kevin starts to go with them, trying to get at their attention when all of a sudden he hears coming from the woods. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. (laughs) (laughs) He turns around and sees his friend Lothario, but not the Lothario walking away from. This is a separate Lothario. And Lothario beckons to him from the trees. Uh, Hey, Kevin, come on. Come Come here, buddy. buddy, buddy, buddy. Lothario, what is happening right now? Hey, Kevin, come on, man. This way. These bath salts are really hitting me hard. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. You're just, You're having, just a having a weird trip. trip. Come this way. This way. This way. I'm gonna go towards Lothario. Ignore, Ignore the people, the people made, of made of meat and follow this ghostly figure. As you walk towards Lothario, Lothario takes off. <laughs> follow me. I like tag like now. Remember? remember? You gotta catch me. <laughs> this continues with Kevin going to where Lothario was. Lothario running away and then beckoning him to come <laughs> to where he now is until they cross a small stream and enter a clearing. When Kevin enters this clearing, he does not see Lothario. What he sees is... Jesse, how does this cat look? He's uh, he's adorable. He's tiny. (laughs) um, And he has little white paws. And he has a sort of a white and black face. And uh, very long whiskers and a big nose. I want to squeeze it. And he's very (laughs) soft. It's just so soft. Uh, You see that exact adorable cat. Uh, you also see a cat tree, you know, like one of those like a cat homes, mm-hmm. cat trees that they sharpen their claws on uh, in the, in this clearing. And next to that, you see a uh, simple table, just a simple wooden table, something you'd see in a tavern. This table has a glass of water on it and a saucer of milk. Meow. Gallo, is that you? Meow. I walk towards the cat. And try to pet it. Meow. So good to see you again, my friend. I thought you had left me. I walk over and sit down next to the cat. The cat starts rubbing against your leg. Oh, Gatto. He's kind of <laughs> mu- pushing his head. It's called nuzzling. It's nuzzling. It is nuzzling. <laughs> and uh, if you're really Sarah nice. I was upset by that. If you're really nice, he <laughs> might start making biscuits on you. <laughs> yes, it's good to see you too, old friend. Oof, I'm having a very weird trip. Have you seen Lothario around? <laughs> <laughs> you hear from the distant brushes. Lothario, is that you? Come skinny dip with me. <laughs> the cat jumps into Kevin's lap. Okay, Kevin's just petting the cat now. Still talking as if it's uh, Gallo. That was a good adventure, my friend. You're right. It seems annoyed that you're petting it. <laughs> <laughs> and it jumps onto the table and just stares at you. All right, so uh, Kevin walks over to the table. It's uh, a glass of water and a saucer of milk. Is that right? Yeah. Ah, uh, Gallo, you know my favorite milk. And I pick up the saucer and start drinking it. As you begin to sip the milk, the cat hisses at you. You're like that, that type of meow, like I'm looking for a fight. That doesn't sound like it. That's not what that sounded like. No. <laughs> I can get us that sample really quick if you give me, like, five seconds. <laughs> I think oh, you're I looking like more for the, like... This cat has just hissed at you. Oh, my cat just came! My cat just came to that noise! Nice. Oh, Gross. God. Oh, like... Yeah. Sal, I was with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> God 
he's listening to me. I'm drinking the milk. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Rolled a five. And by the way, that's with a plus three. So I'm rolling like Jesse over here right now. The cat is attached to your face, just clawing. Oh, not this again. <laughs> he pushes the cat off. Listen, you've been sitting here by the saucer of milk the whole time. If you wanted it, it was yours. I just got here. And he goes to drink some more milk. <laughs> the cat dusts itself off from being thrown several feet by Kevin. And it runs directly at Kevin. Give me another dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw, 22. And here's, if, if I can do this, <laughs> since the cat was running towards me, I'm gonna do the cartoon where I put my arm out and hold it by the forehead. And so his legs are just spinning and he's not going anywhere as so I hold him in place. <laughs> Does that until this cat just tires out and Kevin finishes the milk. When Kevin finishes the milk, he puts down the saucer. The cat seems to have calmed down a bit. He removes his hand and then he slowly sees the cat start to shift. It becomes a creature that walks on four legs to a creature that walks on two legs. It slowly starts to stand upright. Oh, please tell me this isn't a riddle. I'm not very good at these. And it begins clapping. Jesse, here to introduce the Cat Lord. Yes, yeah, so the, the Cat Lord is standing up full like six feet tall. He's got very big back paws that he stands on, very big white back paws. His big white hands almost look like uh, giant oversized uh, gloves. He he greets you. Salutations! <laughs> All right, Sylvester meets Daffy Duck. <laughs> I've been looking for you for some time now. <laughs> Who are you, my friend? They call me the Cat Lord, but my real name is Smilevester. I don't believe that anyone calls you that. Ah, Kevin, I respect you because you love the old ways. You're chaotic. You act without thought or regard to consequence. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> Did you know that you were highly recommended to me by uh, the Fey King Oberon? Yes. Oh, yes. He wrote me a letter of recommendation. I just got it. It's amazing. You know, <laughs> you may not know this, but the Tabaxi were once just cats. Awesome fucking cats. Then Shantaya created the tabaxi. That's because she thought that's what a cat wanted. A cat just wanted wet food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do know our desires. The story goes that all tabaxi have come to mimic the lesser ones, the servers of milk, and those who have let us pet us. Humans and other races that love cats, so all sentient races. And, then they get jobs, they, they don't nap, they don't purr anymore. Um, Lothario, is this normal? Has he done this before? I've seen him do it a couple times, but usually it's like in the middle of the night while he's sleeping. He thrashes around a little bit more and then he, he goes away. But no, never while he's standing. I like the implication with that, that I, I like the implication that Lothario watches him sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Gertrude tries putting a cigarette at him, out on him. <laughs> I just flick it. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's out of Can I do a medicine check to see if there's something we should do or... Tiffy, give me an arcana check. Arcana, arcana, okay. Oh, geez, that's a high... I had... <laughs> I rolled a 30. <laughs> if you're trying to call Kevin, he's busy talking to a god, and you're all just getting the busy signal right now. 
Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. Uh, Talk to the With a thirty, what else can I fucking give you? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess we're gonna have to wait this one out, guys. He's totally fine. He's just uh, talking. To- Does he have a god? I don't know. Well, he's talking to someone. Man, he doesn't have call waiting. Kevin, you hear beep beep <laughs> beep beep. Lothario's <laughs> like, this is why I don't answer my phone. <laughs> Listen, Snarvesta, I have a very important question to ask you. I'm listening. I'm all ears. How high am I right now? <laughs> oh, like a, like a kite in the sky. About seven feet or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually up in a tree right now. Your, your, friends, your friends think you're crazy, by the way. So here's the deal. I am looking for somebody, namely you, to help me spread If the- you need a drug mule, I'm your man. Oh, excellent. Let's get to that. Here, take this brick of catnip. <laughs> now listen, here's the real deal. I need you to help me spread the glory of cats by word or deed. While he's talking, I'm, I'm trying to touch his face, because like I couldn't touch my friends earlier. So I'm trying to see if he's real. I'm patting his face. Suffer and suck Get your hands out of my face. We need you to start a new order of paladins. Some champions to spread the glory of the pussycats. The pussycat dolls? <laughs> yes, that sounds good. Any questions? Uh, shoot. I, I actually do have a question. All right. Do you have more of these bath salts? Uh, this is actually quite entertaining. <laughs> All I have is this very high-powered catnip. Uh, feel oh, free. No, no, thank Give you. Give it a huff. Dips his uh, pinky claw into a little baggie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the good stuff. If you're really looking for a champion, yes, I know a guy. All right, who is it? His name is Kevin. <laughs> He's a noble tabaxi paladin. Is that you? Does, does he have two thumbs and is ready to kick some booty? Kevin uh, just happens to catch his reflection in the water that we're nearby. Oh my goodness, yes, it is me. <laughs> Sorry. Does Kevin have thumbs? <laughs> uh, do you have thumbs? He's got he's got a few yes. ears in a pouch. The Absolutely. thumb looks a bit cat-like. Yeah, he, he, he has a lower dew claw. So what is the order that he wants him to start? Like, is there a name for it? No, there is no name for it yet. Puffy um, cat dolls oh. it is. <laughs> yes. Well, Tifi would know that the Cat Lord is one of the weaker gods. In fact, that is why it is the Cat Lord and doesn't, and people don't refer to him by his name as they would Moradin. Well, that's really kind of fucked up that I'm... It's, uh, that's pretty xenophobic, <laughs> actually. But with the aid of a great champion like Kevin to spread the word, yes. there is no telling how powerful the Cat Lord could be. I'll tell you what we're going to call ourselves, Kevin. Because uh, my old friend uh, that has started the order was named Josie, we're calling it Josie and the Pussycats. And that is your new paladin order. And go forth. Spread the glory of Josie and the Pussycats. Wait, shouldn't it be Josie and the Pussycat dolls? That's good, too. How are we get cease and desist from two different people? <laughs> yeah. How did I hear your friend Tifi? He's, he's coming through here. So if Genuine has a press charges, I don't think the Pussycat dolls will. <laughs> If anyone says anything, just say you thought you saw a putty tat, and it was a hallucination. I did. I did saw a putty tat. You did. You did. 
attacked you. <laughs> and it was me. <laughs> you won't regret this, my friend. I'm actually a very good paladin champion. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Brotherhood of Odysseus. That one is a, a huckster. He's not even a real god. I went to the god meetings. He never even showed up. You know who's more of a god? Genuine. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. Kevin, you start to feel yourself coming down. The bath salts are starting to wear off. If we don't have any more questions, I've got to go. There's a ball of yarn with my name on it. Take it easy. Meow. Farewell, my friend. And he kind of turns back into a regular cat and jumps up into a tree and you don't see him anymore. <laughs> Kevin is marveling at the cat lord flying away. He hears one more of Lothario's hee-hees in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Polo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this game. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so creepy. Are you saying tee-hee or tee-fee? <laughs> the tee-hee-hee echoes as Kevin is pulled violently from where he is back to his body. He speeds past all the places that the image of Lothario took him until he is brought back into his body. All of you just see Kevin standing still, uh, not moving, and then it looks like he just was hit by a truck and flung to the ground. As his spirit impacts his body, it takes him to the ground and he slides a few feet. Whoa! Never seen him do that before. Oh. Oh, this is why I prefer alcohol. That was pretty extreme. Uh, snap back there. Hey, um... You okay, buddy? You need help up? So... Oh, I'm good. Thank you, my friend. Man, you nap so fucking extreme. Respect. If you keep saying extreme, we're gonna have to do a Mountain Dew oh, commercial. That sounds awesome. I could use the cash. Gertrude hears one of her former maiden names. <laughs> Don't you dare say that name around me. <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was wondering if it was that or if it was extreme. I wasn't sure. Well, I thought that was just a job she had. I've killed a man for less. Who were you just talking to? That was, uh, interesting. I've forgotten his name already, but he was very cool. <laughs> what if he possessed one of us briefly and it came out of one of, our, like, another character's voice, like Tifi? Yeah, oh, I like, want to be possessed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Lothario's eyes turn red, and for a moment... A light shoots out of his mouth. He opens up his <laughs> mouth, and he hears... Smile, Vesta! The light leaves Lothario's eyes, and he returns to normal. What? What's, what happened? Why is everyone looking at me? I didn't fart. Uh, <laughs> should I do a re religion check to see if I re recognize that, or do I recognize that name? Y yeah, uh, go ahead and roll a religion check to see if you know anything about... It's going to be high. Okay, is uh, 27 good enough? <laughs> yep, you know that Sylvester, <laughs> deep in archaic textbooks of the gods, they mentioned a little-known deity in the uh, one of the animal lords, uh, and this is the cat lord. Some have whispered he has a name Aloysius. Others say it's Sylvester. Some say even Hello Kitty. All of them are correct. Uh -huh. He has gone by many names. Aloysius Smellvester, Hello Kitty. Uh, is his full <laughs> name. Um, that's that's pretty on the nose. Y you got a new god, eh? That's, huh? At, at this point, Lothario realizes he's just floating like a couple inches off the ground. Get any new powers, bud? <laughs> there is no Lothario, only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> he has. 
tasked me with being the new champion of the Josie and the Pussycat Dolls crew gang. Uh, can you ask your god to do that when we're not, like, trying to walk somewhere next time? This is a little inconvenient. I don't know. I just, uh... Well, excuse me. The party's a bit confused, but they gather their thoughts and composure and march on. Gertrude, you realize you haven't walked this road in a while, like since you were in your teen years. God, been down this path many years ago, but oh, it is steeper than I remember. <laughs> you also have been to Tampa Bayopolis before. Tampa Bayopolis. You went there for a concert a while back, the Alabaster Snake concert and their tour way back when. Oh, that was a good day. <laughs> I kept flipping off everybody and lifting up my shirts. That's how I made the music video. And you remember that's actually where you met your second to last husband. Every time she lifted up her shirt, the camera would cut away to somewhere else. <laughs> I still made it in the video. If you check, there's a nipple in one little corner. It was on MTV. Been cashing those royalty checks for years. As you're remembering, you're remembering you at this Alabaster Snake concert at the Tampa Bayopolis Convention Center, conveniently where you're heading now. When you took off your top, you were actually on your second to last husband's shoulders. You were only married for a few days, and you had met at that concert and got married that night. Wow, that was one of the longer marriages then, huh? It was one of the longer marriages, but I gotta tell you, it was a good one. Maybe it's the magical nature of this place, but... There's something just in the air when you come to Tampa Bay. I don't know what it is. It just makes me want to rip off all my clothes and marry every man I see. I think that's uh, meth or just like... I was going to say syphilis. cocaine. You hear Ron Howard's voice narrating, it was actually a traumatic childhood <laughs> with no boundaries that caused this type of behavior. Yeah. But it's something about the magical nature of this place, thinking about her ex-husband, that look who she sees as they approach the city. She sees... Jesse, what does she see? She sees a, a man uh, in ripped jeans. Uh, he is wearing... Like never new jeans? Um, no, <laughs> like more like a, a motorcycle sort of kind of jeans. got some patches on it. And uh, some boots, and then he's he's got cats. He's um, got a vest on, and he it's. Um, is it a soul vest also, on? No. He, yes, it is. Sorry. <laughs> he's got a fanny pack as well as a mullet that is blonde on top. He's wearing eyeliner, and he has about nine piercings down one ear and an eyebrow piercing, and he's smoking oh a grit. Um, and he's got dirty fingernails, and uh, but he's kind of endearing in a strange way. <laughs> Did you have to base this off of my actual ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I remember the days here. These were the, my bestest days, and I swear to God, these were my bestest days. So my name's not Gertrude Boyer D. Mountain Dew Sandville Mountain Dew Velveeta Oscar Maya Trucker. I remember those days so fondly, it's... It's almost like I can see a mirage of my ex-husband right before me. You want me to tell you my first name or what? I can, can you want me to introduce myself? I ain't no damn mirage. I'm right here in front of you, okay? It's like I can <laughs> hear him. This, look, I, listen, for y'all don't know, I'm Gertrude's real husband, okay? We met at the Alabaster Snake 
concert and they were playing the Tampa Bay Opolis. That was a little over 100 years ago. And we were married for three sweet nights. My name's Cletus Wiener Oscar Meyer. They call me the Tabaxi King. <laughs> now, I ain't no, I ain't no dang mirage, and I and we still married. I want you to know that, because we've never divorced, uh, uh, fi- I'll never sign them papers that you gave me, okay, Gertrude, because you stole something from me, and I want it back now. It's like I walk through these hollowed halls of my teenage years, and I hear the echoes of my memories. These ain't no dang echoes, okay? <laughs> It's almost like he's here with me. He takes his cane that he leans on and walks out with a limp and smacks Gertrude hard in her jelly hand. You, sir, are no tabaxi king. I just realized you're playing the tiger king. Oh, God. (laughs) Just now? Wow. Wow. I'm so slow today. The tabaxi, the tabaxi king. king didn't tip it off. <laughs> nope, I, I didn't get it the first three times, but now I'm here. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Hey. So I, I uh, yeah, limp over to her with my with my bad knee, and I whack her with in the jelly hand. <gasps> Did that feel like a, a dang mirage? I've only what? been hit by a man once like that before. Is it really you? Of course it's me. Look how clean I am. Everybody knows that I stay clean. I like to shower constantly, five times, five times a day, okay? And I need my special shower sodium. You took it from me. You done <laughs> run off with my entire sh- stash. I'm not I'll used to you salts. being this clean. Remember those three days in the mud at the concert? Of course. How can I forget? This makes me mad enough to eat someone's face, okay? I need my bathing salts back from you now. <laughs> I had some hard times since you left, Granny. Listen, listen. Right? Is this really how you want to start this off? I mean, with just, what has it been? Like a, like a hundred years? It's been a hundred years, okay? Yeah. I had some time to stew on this, all right? I had several well publicized debacles. I got I mean, a DUI when I tried to use a taco as an ID. I got you? drunk at a park. <laughs> I was used. I was attacked by a squirrel. Then after I was released from the hospital, I stole an ambulance when then I was charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing an alligator through a drive through window. And that was just on Tuesday. But I mean, like, <laughs> can you really stew on it if you didn't even have the salts to stir in? Oh, Gertie, I'm so mad. I blame you for all of this. You know, if it wasn't for your crooked ass taking my shower sodium, I'd still have my hey, tobacco come season. On, come on. And all of my kitties. Oh, my bad luck. It's... Did you really need that, too? You told me I was the only kitty you oh, needed. I tell you what, all of my bad luck is because of that bitch Gertie Askins. <laughs> me? Am I Gertie Askins? You're Gertie Askins, I'm Gertie Askins. Didn't you see the website I made? No. Have you been making those videos? Are you the one making the videos about me? I just tried to go out and have a nice bike ride, and all you're doing is spying on me all the time? <laughs> is this the tabaxi right here that you fed your dang husband to? Hmm? I pointed Kevin. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Kevin looks behind him. Look, he's, he's too skinny to have a human in him. There's no way. No way. Any questions? <laughs> So many questions. No, I want my bath salts back now, okay? I don't have any, I have like a pocket full of bath salts. That'll do. You know, you know that song? I take a bowl of bath salts and put them in your pocket. Save them for a rainy day. Oh, dang it, I love you. I love to see you, Curdy. Won't I you mean, come back to me? it's good to see you too. Why don't we go uh, back to my trailer? You still got that double one? That was a it's nice double wide. I lost half of the double wide in your 
I got a single now, but that's was all. Was that from the divorce or was that from the lawsuit? It was from several, several issues that I had when my assets were taken by my eighth husband. And uh, I don't need to talk about that right now. <laughs> I miss him. But I miss you more. We're going to ask us now. Why don't you I just come? have like one quick question. When you mm, say eighth it, husband, do you mean after me you married eight different boys? Or well, was I included years. in we that? Had a hundred years in between. I just need the semantics. How many times was you married, dang it? That's not the question here. Uh, yes, I married eight men. That was, a, was one big wedding that we had. I just wanted to clarify that you're not including me as a man. <laughs> you're the seventh. No, okay. Damn it. <laughs> that wedding actually can't happen because you never got divorced from Gertrude. So you want to marry those eight men. I tried. You illegally married eight men in one ceremony. I tried, but it was illegal. Dang it. Oh, bath salts is a hell of a drug. Well, that means that Gertrude never married Trucker either. That wasn't uh, that wasn't a valid yes, marriage as well. So you... I can't really kill my husband. I just killed a random man. Just regular a friend. Actually, the mar- wasn't the marriage to Trucker on the material plane, which maybe falls under different jurisdiction. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that law. He smells smart. I mean, he sounds smart. I said, "Smell smart." I've never smelled you, TV. Now, there's uh, Judge Judy. She's the goddess of monogamy. <laughs> a marriage in one land is a marriage in all lands. What I'm hearing yeah. is, you are not only still my husband, but you are also my alibi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could be each other's alibis. I like this. This could work. I'm thinking that we both run off to Fantasy Alabama together. Who uh, will find us? Nobody will find Excuse me, excuse me. Oh shit, uh, I forgot about this. I just want to know how long this is gonna take. Hey, I just hey, I could take a nap or something. You waited I your just, turn when the I've damn cat patient. was having a seizure, whatever the fuck that was back there. Now you wait my turn for me to catch up with my six ex-husband. Yeah, I'm I'm plenty happy to do so. I just just want to know like a time window, like. Should we go do something? Well, if history is doomed to repeat itself, I'm going to need at least 72 hours. I forgot I was carrying these nerds with me. Let's get away. You still got that uh, Tagar Forest Cafe place around here? I sure do. Uh, Let me just stop. I got to stop off and grab my automatic weapons, and then we'll go. Why aren't you always carrying? You used to carry all the time. Well, they caught me slipping. You slipped? You're you're a felon now. You're not allowed to carry. Yeah. Oh, so you're just carrying the small side piece, right? I, I love side pieces. I was trying to marry eight side pieces. That's why I need you to give him my bath socks back. We got to sign off okay, on okay, this divorce. On. And you got to lift the Slow it away. down. I'm going to need a couple of those two Pence's margarita drinks before we get into this conversation. Let's go. All right. Follow me. Okay. We, uh, we head off into the Florida night. Gertrude and Cletus Wiener Oscar Mayer with a spark of what brought him together and a, a lot of potential for violence between the two go off for a drink at... Before we get the drink or maybe after the drink. Either way, I'm not really sure about the semantics. I do want to see the gun collection. You got it. That's probably like an after drink kind of thing in my eyes. It just seems like the logical <laughs> the thing to do. Is the gun collection a euphemism? Sure. 
so the rest of the party, Tifi, Lothario, and Kevin, decide to continue to the the Tampa Bayopolis Convention Center. It would be terrible if if Gertrude never comes back, huh, guys? That'd be so <laughs> awful. I don't think it would be so bad. Tifi's uh, walkie rocky talk goes off. Hey, dipshit! You still got your butt dialed me when you said that. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> that wasn't a butt dial. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. <laughs> Anybody know how many bullets it takes to shut up a Warforge? I believe it's seven, depending on the placement. I can do that. Uh, you hear Gertrude disgusting flirting publicly and, and public displays of affection over the, over the walkie-talkie. Ah, a little bit lower. Up to left. Other left. There you go. Tifi, Lothario, and Kevin approach the Tampa Bayopolis Convention Center. As they do so, they see um, uh, it looks like, uh, I guess you would, is closer to Spanish-style construction. You know, uh, uh, stuff made of, no, no, no. Uh, They see Tiki Center. There's a bunch of Tiki torches all over the place. Oof, looks like there's some very fine people here. There's fine people on both sides of the building. I uh, know this looks more like a, a kitschy Polynesian island style decor. As you approach, you see many people leaving. You actually have to fight your way through the crowd to go to see. Oh, you actually fight with our weapons? Uh, yeah, roll for initiative against the crowd. And then we're going to cut to 30 minutes. With thousands of people dead in front of you, you finally have earned your right to see the Oracle of Tampa Bay. You make your way through the rows and rows of seats. You see a banner. It says, The Incredible Oracle, Ed Johnward. What do they see? Uh, They see a a tall, ladrin fellow with uh, glasses, uh, spectacles, and uh, short-cropped hair, and uh, business casual. He's really business casual. He's kind of uh, casual Friday. This figure, you see he's talking with somebody, and they're saying, could, could, could you help me? Uh, I haven't seen my father in many years. Yes, absolutely. I'm getting that you sometimes eat food. Is that true? Do you ever eat food? Yes, my father loved food. Yes, I'm sensing how much your father loved food. Yes, he was all about food. He, he had it at least three times a day during meals. Oh, I'm sensing that he loved to eat food? Oh, yeah, you, all the time. Again, three times a day. You're nailing him. Sometimes he would even drink liquids when he ate food. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, that's right. He would drink a lot of, he would drink a lot of whiskey. As, and then he would get drunk and start fights with the family and wander off. Oh, my God, my dad <laughs> probably wandered off and is at a bar right now. Thank you. I'm sensing that your father wants to see you again and also for you to buy him a double. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great one. At that moment, he has phone rings. He goes, it's my dad. <laughs> yeah, I can lend you some money, he says as he turns around and walks away. Thanks, Oracle. I am magic. Finally, it's you guys' turn. He, The Oracle turns to you. Before this, I, uh, I switch my... Uh, I do, uh, what's it called, the disguise self to look like the boy, the hairless boy again. Powder? Oh, Tifi the, okay, not the Warforged. Yeah, 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 I'm doing the humanoid one just to test this motherfucker. Okay. Hello, how are you? My name is Ed Johnward, 
Uh, ah, I'm sensing. I, I like what you did there. Edgy yes, name. I, that was I'm amazing sensing. what you did. Could you help me find my cat that I was talking to earlier? Mm, your cat? I haven't seen him since this morning. I had some more questions for did him. Your, I'm seeing a... I'm seeing something that purrs. Is that... Does that mean anything? Something... Oh, he does not purr. That's amazing that you knew that he doesn't purr. Okay, that's what I thought. He doesn't purr. Uh, you know, when I when I get these impressions from the spirit world, sometimes mistakes can creep in. Are you paying in advance, or...? Kevin turns to Lothario while the guy's talking. He's like, This man is amazing. I think he can help me find Smart Vester. <laughs> Uh, Lothario just rolls his eyes. I'm seeing a name with an S. Is there an S possibly? Are you seeing the name Smilevester? Because that's his name. <laughs> Kevin, come on, dude. You are very helpful. Uh, I'm sensing... He turns again to Lothario. Lothario, there's no way he could have just known that. <laughs> Kevin, just whatever you do, don't give him money. Tifi leans over to Lothario and says, You know what? Just let Kevin have this one. And and if this guy fleeces him, let's just steal his money back. Ooh, yeah, you're right. That, that could be fun. Good practice. Let's start stretching my fingers. <laughs> We're doing that thing where you pop your knuckles. I like stretching your fingers is a better description. That's <laughs> just so weird. <laughs> just getting to stretch my fingers real quick before I grab some of these. What are these, cookies? Gertrude, mm. Gertrude sees that and stretches her glove hand fingers <laughs> to like... pulls them and snaps them back. <laughs> Gertrude is stretching her fingers around the Tiger King's. I forgot, I forgot she's not there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, thanks for God. ruining Tabaxi dinner. King, by the way. <laughs> I'm sensing some levels of apprehension here. Um, I don't know if this is the voice I was just doing, but I was just gonna say it sounds. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Um, you. Uh, I'm sensing the letter L. Does that mean anything? Lothario, he's talking about yes. you. Yes. You. Come here. I, I, uh, I want to tell you that I can help you with some scrying. Big girls don't scry, but I do. <laughs> Check it oh, out. He scries himself to sleep every night. It's sad. <laughs> I scry with my little eyes. These are all good. I, uh, <laughs> I guess I reach out and take Lothario by the forehead with my hand. <laughs> That's the weirdest the sentence. Is that is that a part place you can lift me from? I touch him on his temple. Lothario, you are expecting a cold reading, but instead he puts his finger to your temple. As soon as he does so, he you... gives a really warm reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and Lothario's trying to hide the fact that it feels kind of good, like when your barber <laughs> gets to the back of your neck. You're like, man, can this be the whole cut? Just stay there. (laughs) Your back pops in 12 places. Oh, my God. (laughs) You feel your vision fade out, and you it it is replaced with you no longer find yourself in Tampa Bayopolis Convention Center. You find yourself in a prison. You're not you're standing there, but you're not. Nobody notices you. Uh, You're in the prison courtyard to your left. You can see. The prison rec yard to your left, you can see in the distance, Gonk is laughing and joking with some pirate-looking prisoners. But ahead of you, in the corner, you see your mom. 
and it looks like she's safe. She's doing well in prison. You know that she is, as the head of the Thieves Guild, would be treated well there. <gasps> Mama. She is standing in front of a younger prisoner. They both have six in their hand, and it looks like she's teaching him <laughs> sword work and footwork. You remember the harsh lessons that she taught you, and you watch as he takes the wrong step. He steps with his left foot when he should have stepped with his right, and she whips him in the back of the head, and you start laughing. It's happening to somebody else now. Yeah, but I still, like, reach for that same spot on my head because I can <laughs> I, I can remember what that felt like. It, yeah, yeah it's, it's also bringing up a lot of memories, but at the same time, you know, you, you see how much care she's putting into it, and you're grateful that now you know how to defend yourself. You're pretty good with your footwork. You don't... Your life has been saved because she's taught you these lessons. But as you laugh... I duck. She <laughs> looks into the distance, into where she hears this laugh coming from. She can't... She doesn't know where it's coming from. She's staring. She senses something she disapproves of, something in the ether, <laughs> in this direction. <laughs> yeah. I duck. Yeah, even though she can't, like, you're hiding behind a much bigger buff dude as he's walking. Like, uh, hide behind some kind of fantasy Nazi. <laughs> And he, uh, he, Lothari actually pees just a little. Like, cuts to me, and, like, uh, whoever's holding me by the temple steps back because of the, the dribble. <laughs> After looking stern for a bit, she looks sad for a moment, crosses herself, and it looks like she says her son's name, Lothario, and a little prayer under her breath, and then continues with the lesson. And, Lothario, you find yourself back standing in front of the oracle. Mm, how was that? Whoa. <laughs> 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 did... Did I, did I, oh man, I looks down and just kind of tries to draw attention away from the fact that he peed a little. This keeps happening. My bladder was crying. It's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot. It's just the incontinence. Um, <laughs> uh, was that, was that, was that my mother? Was that really my mother? Was that her? Yeah. I'm sensing a, a woman, uh, an important woman, maybe Maternal. What the fuck, dude? You gave all indication that you were fake. <laughs> God damn, Kevin. I you're told right. You. This guy's legit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. He just like wanders off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I am so sorry for not trusting you. <laughs> I treated you like a guy with a ponytail, and I'm, for that, I'm sorry. I get this a lot. I get it a lot. I think it's this leather jacket I wear. I don't know. I kind of want to ask him what, uh... Saying um, Odysseus is doing? No, no, no. What's, uh... God damn it, I can't remember now. Cabbage. I want to ask him what decorative cabbage oh, is. Okay. All right. I love it. <laughs> so the oracle puts his hand to Kevin's uh, temple. You see a bunch of the wakajabas with, like, lead pipes surrounding uh, decorative... This rat man decorative cabbage. <laughs> you come ruin our bathroom, shit all over everything, drink all of our booze, and ruin our club and think you can get away with it? Oh, oh, no, I'm just looking for for a couple of gang members. I, I gotta find them. They're Gertrude's dudes, and he, he's he's interrupted mid sentence as uh, the Wakajab is just gang stomp him. Oh dang! Oh dang! Oh no! Oh, oh dang! And you hear that foley work of bones crunching. You know those like <laughs> those bone crunching body blows and stuff. Oh damn! Oh, the streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I saw that dance crew beating up a rat. It was very strange. Mm, I'm sensing a rodent nope. of some kind. At one point, he's like, "No, I'm a, I'm a good psychic. I'm sensing four turtles chasing after <laughs> a thing. <laughs> so nobody cares about their mission and how to get home or 
the overall grand overarching adventure here. Uh, no questions for you, boy. Don't worry about it, Oracle, because they can ask you those questions next <laughs> week when we come back on Awful Neutral. That was a fun episode, guys. Congratulations. Kevin got a god. That was fun. It was hard to keep track of those voices. I don't know what I was doing. You're killing it, man. You're the NPC <laughs> yeah. machine. I like the Tiger King guy. Yeah. yeah I, I hit the limit of my voices a while back, so you're adding more diversity <laughs> into the NPC pool. I think I started just imitating your voices, actually, though. But Clint, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on the internets at uh, on social medias at Clint Beicher. And I hope everybody's loving your awful reboot campaign because it is a lot of fun to record. Yeah. Uh, I love the, not only that I'm not DMing, but I love getting to play uh, Caradactyl, y'all. Dude, it is so fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, if, if you guys are skipping over it, I, I don't blame you. I've done it with other campaigns. You skip what? over the bonus episodes. I blame episodes, you. But if, if, if you want to check it out, again. I think you'll like it. We're, we're building up to some really fun stuff. And uh, Jesse Egan, where can people find you? Uh, fecal, pe- fecal. Fecal can find fecal you. Fecal find me. <laughs> uh, in the bowels uh, yes, of a frost thank you. Giant. That's exactly Lord. where. In the bowels of the Sentinel. I, uh, at Jesse Egan Comedy. That's where you recorded your comedy <laughs> yes. special. Was in the it was Steve's in the bowels of a Sentinel. <laughs> go to fecalfinder.com and uh, go to fecal matters uh with bob fecal wasn't that the sketch uh at jesse egan comedy on all social media and coming soon i i hope is uh chud's chuck wagon championship the new fantastic food truck race adventure which i've been writing with the help of uh a lot of the cast and i think it's about done i've just wrote the final boss battle kind of thing and uh i'm really looking forward to sort of narrating us through it um, with Clint's help and, and do sort of a, a game that's less um, <clears throat> that's more cooperative, I guess, and, and less like DM heavy because I've written so much that's in there that we can kind of all play together. So let's, you know, hopefully, hopefully it works and doesn't suck. But uh, Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? And don't say IHOP. <laughs> Uh, I would no, never go to IHOP. Uh, please give me my I privacy. I don't believe in international socialism. No, I go to Denny's for my Grand Slams. Thank you. Uh, I don't even know if that's where Grand Slams are. Uh, you can find me at Sarah Lee Magic. Dave Callens, where can people find you? Oh, on Twitter and Instagram at Sharkodial. And also I uh, help run our Patreon, which... We, I think we mentioned before, we, we sent out our first wave of stuff. We've been hearing back from some of the fans who got their their awful merch, and everyone enjoys it. It's pretty cool. Salvador Viesca, where can people find you? The Salvador Bowl on Instagram, or Miss Shiana Reeves if you want to see my cat's pictures. The cat's a photographer? She's pretty good. She's pretty good. <laughs> the problem is she's not tall, so all, they're all too low to the ground. Perspective, I like it. Yeah, that really sucks. No, yeah, she's got a lot of shoes. <laughs> a lot of cool shoes at the protest, let me tell you. <laughs> Also, uh, I'm setting up a new computer. You'll probably see me on Twitch yeah. under Sly Funky Monk. I might be doing some stuff with Jesse and the rest of the cast if they're down. Uh, that'll probably be happening around the time this episode airs. I'll at least have some episodes up or something. And on Twitter under Salvador Viesca V, because I wasn't creative. And you can catch me, Damian Mercado. Uh, I finally got a Twitter handle. You feel free to reach out to me at Dungeon Mercado, M E R C A D O. It is market in Spanish. He's actually, uh, with that handle, he's got a lot of BDSM followers, so it's been a weird ride. (laughs) The Dungeon Store? Is this the Dungeon Store? Me gusta humiliation. (laughs) Oh, no.
Quanto question Groinstein. I mean, I'll take your money and I'll stomp your groin, but it's not my job. Like, this is... Uh, no, this is not a professional. Thank you very much to all of our fans. I'd also like to thank the Fitchners. There'll be a link to their YouTube channel in the comments. Uh, they do fantasy music. They are incredible, and they've done a lot of our music for past episodes. They've given us permission, so uh, check them out. Thank you very much for supporting the show. If you like the show, recommend us to a friend. That's how we grow. That's how you spread the awful neutral gospel. And uh, please reach out to the show. We love hearing from you. Thanks for listening. Later, nerds. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all, Judd Bingsley here for the Awful Neutral Podcast. We want to give a shout out to some honorary members of Gertrude's Dudes, some fine folks who subscribe to Awful Neutral's Patreon and help us keep the lights on. I call them Chud's Buds, but round here they're family. Well dang it, that sounds like an Olive Garden commercial. Who wrote this? Anyway y'all, we'd like to thank Rick Turpin better known as Bronrick the Barbarian in Sastagarian circles, sent message to us through Hudson Hawk that he had our backs. If the posse's on our tail, he'll help us make bail. We thank you, Rick. Lindsay Taylor is a human name, but Lynn's Lord Taylor is the true elven name of this generous patron who was a supporter of light, learned of Gertrude's dude's fight against Lord Privilegington's might. And upon our flight, and later our imprisoned plight, Lindsay has been to the end of our tunnel of light. We thank ye. We want to give a very special howdy and thanks to Malleus Varmentum, a.k.a. Roy the Snake, a very strong veteran member of the Thieves Guild who has mentored our Lothario and has sent support in these trying times. Malleus also enthusiastically pestered our fearless dungeon master into finalizing the Patreon, and Damien wants to personally thank him for that. As do I. Jessica Outbeer, or Chancellor Jessica Outbeer, is known to be a close cousin to Malice and Kill, and is a Goliath supporter of Gertrude's Dudes, pledging to help keep her airships outfitted with the latest in pirate-repelling armaments of all kinds. Gonk and Mal and the rest of the crew are sure are grateful, and we thank you. Lynette DeBell, known as Lady Lena Theobella, the tabaxi cleric who heard that one of her own had his entire order leave him behind, in quotes. So she sent word that she's helping in the investigation of why they all bailed on the Q-Man. And he sure will be appreciative of that when he stops batting around a small ball of yarn that I gave him. Rebecca Throop, or better known in the tongue of the winged folk, the Aarakocra, as Rebecca Swoop Throop, 
That's how all bird folks' names sound, by the way. Hudson Hawk's real name in Hawkeys is Call Crash Dang It Hawk. So thanks so much for flying into the rescue, Rebecca. We sure appreciate your support. Jay Baker. Oh, the great druid furball master, J.R.R. Baker. Great uncle to Chud, that's me, still supported him to the Furbog Village Council after Chud was driven from town. You're probably wondering why old Chud was driven out. Hey, listen, I shot the sheriff's son, but I did not kill the deputy's son. You know that song. Anywho, when I was on the run, only J.R.R. Baker had your boy's backside, and I'll forever be in your debt, my friend. Chris Waltrip known in Sastagaria as Archbishop Christopher, the Falcon of the Citadel, patron of the arts and an early proponent of the new cultural movement towards enlightenment. Christopher is no ally of the tyrannical and criminal Lord Privilegington and has supported resistance to his reign. Christopher remains a beacon of goodness within the tumultuous and often corrupt society. He recently sent word that he's pardoned Gonk of his unjust conviction of piracy and has blessed the party's quest to liberate the land from Lord Priv. In my travels, I've found there are a few like the Archbishop, a man of true goodness who I would have faith in when belief in lesser men is tested. Cason Escobedo is the name our pal goes by when in human disguise, but in the forest of the unbearables, this ally is known as Jukumari, the spectacled bear also known as the Andean short-faced mountain bear and close friend to our own Bamboo Bigelow. For our next honey heist, Jukumare has pledged their support by sending the party an everlasting honey gobstopper to keep our group of bear adventurers from becoming hopeless criminals. And we thank you. Matthew R., or as Flip Dimpleton calls him, Matty Rescue, his next door neighbor and new initiate to the Conspiracy Theorist Club. Matty is one of Flip's childhood pals, and once he heard about the Kids on Bikes quest to explore the mysterious teepee at the center of Oboyono, Texas, he joined the club and has started working tirelessly to research all unexplained phenomena. And when I say research, I mean he reads all the tabloids of the 90s and lets us know where the aliens and Elvis and Bigfoot have shown up lately. Many thanks, Matty Rescue. Torso full of bees. Well, Chud's buds wouldn't be complete without the great mage Torso Full of Bees, a powerful sorcerer also known as Torsius Melifera, who has the ability to release a huge swarm of killer bees from inside his chest. He's like a walking hive, y'all. Torsius also has an enchanted pen, allowing his drawings to spring to life. Torso has begun transcribing the adventures of the G-Dudes, in a compendium of magical histories, and his illustrations of our characters has become both legendary and definitive. We can't thank you enough for helping our deeds to be transcribed in such a beautiful visual way. You are truly magical, Torso! Christopher Skelton, the Yanti pureblood part of our old pal Pyth. You know that serpent-like feller featured in the awful reboot story arc? Chris Skelton has slid into our lives and we love it. Chris has proved that sometimes it's a good thing to have a snake in your boot. Having a Yanti around keeps down any rodent pest problems and this scaly pure blood has brought pure unadulterated enthusiasm to our podcast with their support. Thank you kindly, Christopher. 
Nastasia Ygrain hails from the gnomish city of Cranksport, where they invented the popular phrase, Haw Dang! The gnome's leader, Slingbang Fizzlepot, named Nastasia his czar of technology, which happens to be the gnome's major export. Thanks to Nastasia, the gnomes are gaining increased power within the world of Sastagaria. Nastasia has helped our gang by sending us shiny new cell phone cases for our rocket talkies, making them waterproof and nigh impervious to damage, and keeping them operating properly at all times. Now Lothario has no excuse not to call his mom, so Nastasia has saved him from getting chocolate viciously. Thank you. Chance Decent is the name of the teenage black dragon who turned from evil to good at the last moment to save our party. It was a real Darth Vader situation. Chance the Mighty helped Gertrude's dudes, specifically Mal, Gonk, and myself, when we busted out of jail after being unjustly locked up. Chance the Dragon helped us escape the prison of Alan Brickman, and after flying us beyond the walls, he and Malison Kill's daughter Tulip partnered up with Mr. Dandy at his magical candy factory. We owe Chance a debt of gratitude for freeing us from that horrible place where they just constantly kick me in the udders, y'all. Chance took a chance on us, and we thank you. We'd like to give a shout out to our elvish friend, Fred Milano, who in the elven tongue goes by the handle Fredwin Milanus. Fredwin has been instructed by King Luvon Tavares to investigate why many elves are now being born without a magical connection to the world. This loss of connection is corrupting the minds of elves, and Fredwin has vowed to get to the bottom of this. Without their connection to magic, the elves have been exploring other ways to make money and run their society, and it's been quite a strain. But with good Fredwin's diligence, and maybe a little help from Trude's dudes, we hope to solve the mystery of the missing elf magic. We also want to give a shout out to our pal Dwayne Donovan, a renowned dwarven chef who goes by the nickname Triple D because he's Dwayne Donovan the Dwarf and because he started his own cooking show in Sastagaria like Guy Fieri. Dwayne the Dwarf made his bones cooking in the city of Goldcrest for the leader of the dwarves, Vorek Grudge Keeper. He was keeping the dwarf stamina up in their battle with the orcs who've been organizing against him. Dwayne was kind enough to share some of his finest recipes with his old buddy Gremmel Stonebreaker, and we got to enjoy some of his tasty grub while on Gremmel's airship. We sure do appreciate the fine vittles, Triple D. We love all our Patreon subscribers. Chuds, buds, we couldn't do this without y'all. Thanks for supporting Awful Neutral. Tell all your friends to check us out and interact with us on social media at Awful D&D. Missing.
tissue print. A cigarette, then me. Who said that every crime would face prosecution when you can claim you're insane? My lawyer thought of that and the judge believed it and that's how I got away. Yeah, it's misleading and keeps me from sleeping but it's coming, just wait and see. Cause someday I'll lose it the reality connection, my sanity, my beauty, then me. La 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 Have you been fast asleep and then you heard voices? I hear them calling my name. Is it methamphetamine? Or maybe psychosis? Or maybe they're one and the same? I've heard it too many times to ignore it. This is my new destiny. Someday you'll find me at a Greyhound connection Yelling and smelling like pee La 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 la